lesbian horse story. What? Did you know? <laughs> what? If they and it's horror because it's obviously violence. this is the this is the lesbian horse horse story I have been looking for. How did we not realize? Because one does not simply go looking for lesbian horse horror stories. One just happens upon lesbian horse horror stories. You just oh my god! Wow, context. Me and Claire. Uh, I made Claire, let's say, write a lesbian horse novella. So, friends, if you would like to find this book, it's 99 cents on uh, Amazon Kindle. It was called A Night of Horror at the Lesbian Horse Whore House. Yes. By Floozy Jabber. There you go. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Fine Pairings, a podcast about fat fiction. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. All right. So, my request for Claire... Uh, kind of happenstantially because we just wrote about horses in a short story that I wrote for absolutely no reason other than I was bored and wanted to entertain my friends. We're going to do something with Fallout Equestria. So I looked into Fallout Equestria. Number mm-hmm. one, did you know that it was primarily shared via Google Docs? Its original <sighs> posting was on Google Docs. Weird. So I mean, I guess that makes sense just for how long it is. Yes. It seems like it wouldn't format to like a yes. f- like a fandom site. Yeah. Well. So number one, um, it was originally shared via Google Docs. Is that like a brony thing? Like, are they like in their own commune that's outside of other fandoms? It must have been because I think I didn't want to stay on the Fallout Equestria wiki for too long. I was trying to just be like, get in there, get out. And now that I will say, spoiler, how far I have read, I have enjoyed it and maybe hmm. I will continue to read it. Right. Also, it is like weirdly clarified bronies to me mm. in a way that doesn't make sense. In that I sort of get like oh, how no. one could have maybe not bronies. It's that I understand that it's like if you were a Fallout video game fan and you like stumbled upon this in its connection to like you were like it's looking like a up gateway to bronies. Yes, I see how if you okay. were like a Fallout fan and then you were like, "Ooh, what is this story about Fallout?" Hmm. and then you like started reading it, and you're like, "This is about ponies." And then you were like, you would get into it and you'd be like, "Oh my god, I need to understand the source material that is My Little Pony." That's like the track I would have followed as okay. a gamer dude. Um, Do you know anything about the author? <laughs> K Cat. <laughs> That's all their name is. Yeah, their name is like K Cat. Is K Cat a boy or a girl? Do we know? No, no. Cool. <laughs> I assume they're a boy, but... Usually we reach out to the author of the fig, but I feel like this would have been difficult. Anyway, so this is a fallout drink. Okay. It is muddled blackberries okay. with Maker's Mark whiskey okay. and topped with cola. And so you... so It doesn't sound bad in theory. Yes. And I was sort of like, when I... When I... There might be a lot of whiskey, but also <clears throat> that is what... The recipe called for. Because it, it called for like 60 milliliters of whiskey, which is like two shots. And I only oh. put, I only put like a shot and a half in because that's what I had. And also two shots of whiskey sounds like a that's lot. That's a lot. Of, that's like a, that's harder than like an old fashioned. Try the drink. Tell me it if it's It smells good. like Whoa. just whiskey. Like I know there's Coke in this because I can see it, but I can't smell any fruit. Yeah. It's very whiskey smelling. It's not as whiskey tasting. Okay. Yeah, the taste is fine. I can definitely taste the whiskey. Oh, yeah, it's there. It's there. The Coke is covering... Is it Coke? Coke is covering it is Coke. It is Coke. I can't taste any blueberry, but I'm sure it will come. It's... It's... I tasted it more in, like, I got a muddled bit in my mouth. And then it was... Yeah. 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 Cool. (laughs) This is a boy drink. This is a boy drink with a dash of girl, a.k.a. Sitting on the top. 
aka the blackberry which is the ponies but everything else is video games i don't know a lot about the video game aside that it's like post post war sort of it's like a future war so what i'm going to tell you is okay. what i know from and this will lead into our fic okay so it's the, so because i think this is like really what happens in fallout okay there is some sort of like the earth is being destroyed and there's like nuclear fallout and so it's like the radiation is poisoning okay. everything. Nuclear war. And there are ponies that are trapped on the surface, but our ponies are from stable two. And so they're in like a bunker okay. and the door seals behind them. And okay. now they're in this underground world. Because mm. I think I get Fallout confused with, I want to say it's Bioshock. Yes. Similar like nuclear yes. sort of. Yeah. Stuff. And so our story Things. begins with they're living in this underground stable. There are no windows to the outside world. The door okay. has been sealed. There are guards by the door. Okay. Um, our main character has like a crush on this singer called Velvet Remedy and is a Pip Buck technician. This is a, <laughs> right? I had to do so much Googling. Pip Buck. So it's P-I-P Buck. Mm-hmm. And what and all it is, it's like there's like, uh, this must be related to something that's in Fallout. It's a... Every pony has a, um, like, communicator strapped to their wrist. It's how you can call people. It's like the iPhone. Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Yeah. So Velvet Remedy brings hers to the technician is like, can you fix this? And takes hers off and gives it to the technician. And this is a ruse because she escapes the stable. And so... Oh, she, so she wouldn't be tracked. tracked. Gotcha. Yes. And so, when she, and so, uh, <clears throat> so she got a secret transmission on the code to get out of the stables, and it mm. works. And our technician, who has a crush on her, like, wh- which it's so hard to tell if Velvet Remedy would reciprocate mm. this crush because the main character's mom says said her barn door don't swing that way. Mm. So I was like. Yeah, it's not important. All right. Anyway, um, so our our pony goes out into the Fallout world. Velvet Remedy sent a message to that transponder and was like, "Don't follow me." But our character is like, "No, I'm going to find Velvet Remedy." So it's like the the Overmayor, which I assume is Overlord, probably Overseer. Overseer. Sure. It was like, don't go after Velvet Remedy. We like had an argument. Like the over- <laughs> the Overmare like knew that Velvet Remedy like wanted to do whatever this mission she is doing, but was like, no, it's not safe. And they're sort of like, but you're just a regular pony, so you're is, an oh, extra. Velvet, okay, so are the p- t- pony types? Yes. Okay, what is Velvet Remedy? Is she an Earth? It uh, seems like she's a magic pony. A unicorn. A unicorn. She's okay. a unicorn, but then so is our main character. Oh, okay. So, um... Interesting. And so, yeah, it was... Hmm. So I think that's enough to kind of get us started. Yeah, so th- I saw this is chapter two, the middle of chapter two. Yes, and so cool. I have kind of explained up to where we're going. Cool. Um, so she's... Our pony is wandering around the wasteland, trying to figure out where... To go. The Velvet Remedy is. Mm. As I approached the circle of firelight, I knew something was off. Something about the way the dusty beige unicorn was laying on his mat of straw, legs curled up underneath him, some tenseness in his body language. But it wasn't until I stepped hoof into the light and got a good look, a warm hello dying on my lips, 
that I saw he was gagged and caught the glint of the flames on a few exposed links in the chains binding his hooves. Well, looky here. Walked up all nice and pleasant, didn't she? A large earth pony emerged from the shadows of a nearby rock. His hooves clanked mechanically against the rocky ground, shod in uh, cruelly spiked pony shoes. <laughs> two, two more ponies slid out of hiding at opposite Why not just call them ho- not horseshoes? <laughs> they're pony shoes. I don't know. Uh, Maybe they're boots. They're, they're human shoes on ponies, but they're not horseshoes. Pony shoes. <laughs> it's... Just you wait. I've already forgotten how much I hate the, like, verbiage of the pony verse. Oh, don't you even. <laughs> after, and especially after our discussion about what ponies are capable of doing, this fic gets me. Because cool. the earth ponies have to use their mouth for shit. Oh, okay. So you go. saddle up. I'm going to take a drink every time the verbiage makes me uncomfortable. You, yep, you will. <laughs> ah, two more ponies slid out of hiding on opposite sides. One another earth pony holding a shovel whose blades had been lethally sharpened the other a unicorn whose glowing horn levitated towards me a short instrument of wood and metal with two barrels uh each pony it's a gun i was gonna say i was assuming it's a shotgun yeah so wooden shotgun um our pony has never been exposed to violence because they they live in the bunker bunker. okay she doesn't know what a gun is so that's why she's describing there's a lot of stuff that yeah you'll see each pony wore barding made from thick hide, much like night. I had never seen a firearm before. Oh, yeah, when she walked oh, yeah. out. Because yeah. the lights are always on in the stable. Mm. Save for pictures and books. But those books were more than explicit enough for me to recognize the mortal threat. The bound unicorn on the mat shook his head with a sad yet derisive look and began trying to scrape and get the gag away with a forehoof, no longer making effort to keep the chain secret. The three ponies menacing me spared him only the occasional glance. Might as well have trust her herself up for us, the gun-wheeling unicorn snickered, then addressing me. You wouldn't mind, wouldn't you? Laughter. Another unicorn, too. She'll fetch a pretty price, this one. Fetch a price? For what? And for whom? Oh, no. The one holding the, the shovel spear in his mouth mumbled something incomprehensible. Because he has to hold it in his mouth, Grace. Because he's an earth pony. Why couldn't he be like... Why couldn't it be like he's over an his earth shoulder? Pony. You can hold it with one hand. I don't one know. Oof. That's true. Boy, I don't know. Seems like a bad choice. Then, apparently deciding the gun was sufficient deterrent, spat out his weapon and reiterated, By the go! I mean, look at her! I think she's taking a bath! I was suddenly and bizarrely aware of how filthy all four of the ponies were and how foul they smelled. I managed to cover a gag with a sneeze. How <laughs> with it? <laughs> what's, what's going on? I asked. Of the emotions battling for supremacy in my head, confusion had clawed its way to victory. The captive unicorn finally succeeded in pulling the filthy gag free. They're slavers, you idiot! Why didn't he use his magic to... I don't know. Break free. I don't know. That would have been my first light. Right? He's dumb. Um, (laughs) I forgot. Monterey Jack, with dour expression and a cutie marked that looked like cheese, because of course it would be cheese, followed behind me as we trudged along our captors, walking a broken path that once was a road. Our le- my legs were in chains, making walking difficult, and anything more speedy than a trot impossible. Wait, so they captured her? Yes. Oh, because that was fast. Yeah, just gra- <laughs> grabbed her. Yep. My pip book had st- my pip buck had stymied the slaver's efforts to bind my forelegs because it's on their oh it's yeah taking up room forearm, bind my forelegs, eventually forcing them to chain me above the knees. Had the one with the shovel spear not been holding its point dangerously against my throat, the other two would have gotten a few hooves to tender places for their efforts. As it was, they made short work of me. I was not gagged, but Monterey had convinced me early that unnecessary chatter from the slaves-to-be 
would likely result in the loss of my tongue. Not that I had much to say to these brutes anyway, aside from my repartee of colorful metaphors. I didn't expect that they would answer my questions, even if my tongue should survive the asking, and they were being chatty enough with each other to suffice. Hate her heart! <laughs> Crumpled the earth pony <laughs> through the sphere clenching his teeth. Well then, if you would just- Get a holster! <laughs> well then, if you would just learn to swim, we could take the long way, couldn't we? Suggested the unicorn with poison sweetness. Hey, ha, ha, heavy! But his smell decidedly more pungent than the others. I guess he had just hated water in general. How about you stop complaining and let and I'll let you sample one of the slaves before we get to the forest, their leader, the earth pony named Cracker, with spiked shoes and a cutie mark that looked suspiciously like a whip, a whip or maybe a snake, turned back towards Monterey and I with a filthy smile. I looked away. They laughed. Through their disgusting dialogue, I could hear a liquid sound ahead. Not like a burbling water fountain, but closer to a sloshing muck. And something else. A distant sound, getting closer. Music. Yes, music. Slightly tinny, yet triumphant? Regal? I couldn't put my hoof on exactly what feeling the music was trying to inspire, but it was brightly out of place. Cracker took note of my expression and smirked. You look like you never heard that before. Would you live your life in a stable? If you're hoping for the cavalry, that ain't it, Philly. That's just one of those sprite bots. The music cut out with a sharp twang. The unicorn slaver sawed off. That's his God. name. Um, Monterey. Because he uses a sawed-off shotgun. Question yep. for you. Yes. Do you think that only unicorns can use guns because they need to have a tiny... You yeah. can't fit a hook. Or do they yeah. have giant... Yeah. Okay, so imagine, like, a gun. Yes, yep. <laughs> but the trigger hole is as big as a hoof so that you can put your whole hand in it and just boom, boom. Yep, like, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I feel like it would it have... it seems like he has a gun for the reason he is a unicorn. Yep, I would agree because you would think that the earth pony might choose something other than a spear, but I don't know, maybe his That seems really inconvenient. Spear. Like, something, like a, like throwing stars. Like, something small that you don't have to constantly... Yeah, just take it out of your pocket and whack it. Like... They don't have fingers, Grace, so... <laughs> I know, but <laughs> holding the spear in your mouth the whole time seems so... I, okay, maybe I Cracker gave him a spear just so they wouldn't talk. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> that, that honestly might be seems like the better answer. That may, that honestly, that's as good of a reason as You any... have to carry the spear. What's the... Or no, Cracker is... Is Cracker the one? I don't know. Who, uh, oh, yeah, because Sawed Off is the leader. So Sawed Off gave Cracker a spear specifically so he wouldn't talk to him. Maybe, maybe. Seems possible. <laughs> the unicorn slayer, Slaver, sawed off, trotted ahead a bit, peering down the path ahead. Turning back to the rest of us, he smirked. Think of the radigators got it? What? Radigators. Radigators. There are... Radiator raid- alligators. Yeah, there are raiders ah. that are nearby, but I don't know why they're calling them radigator. Be cuter. Right? Cracker suggested it flew into somebody's booby trap. The other earth pony suggested a mouthful of spear-mangled mumbling. Oh, Cracker is not the one with the spear. We don't know the oh, spear. Oh, because he can't talk. Because he can't talk. Ugh. The unicorn turned forward again, and the glow from his horn illuminating the machine, a metal ball about the size of a foal's head, floating on four silently flapping wings, hovering silently right in front of his face. No arcane science this. I could tell. It was pure earth pony engineering. Fuck! Sada flipped back a full pony's length in surprise. Then swung his shotgun to bear and fired at the sprite bot. The sound was like metal was like a metal plate falling from the ceiling, and it echoed through the night uh, darkened hills. Sparks pecked the metal ball as it was peppered with scatter shot. 
It let out an electric whine and darted into the darkness. The unicorn almost took off after it, but Cracker's voice cut the distance between them. That's enough, sawed off. Save your ammo. Damn it, I hate it when they pull that stealthy shit. It's a flying fucking radio. It's not supposed to sneak up on ponies. My ears were burning from the free flow of crude profanity, but didn't mind. I was mulling over what I had seen. Idiot, muttered Monterey <laughs> Jack under his breath. They heard that all the way in Ponyville. Unlike my fellow slave, I was pleased to have witnessed the unicorn firing off his weapon, because now I knew how it worked. What kind of damned fool, Monterey grumbled, announces his presence this close to raider territory. So this bot is just something that floats around. Yeah, I think that's... And they were, that's... like, spooked by it and shot it, and so the mm-hmm. shot is what's taking... Okay. Yeah. I'm so, on board. Yep, yeah, so I think um, I think that, that's got to be a fallout thing. Yeah. A river slithered across her path, its water slipping and oozing along its banks, half-stagnant, gross. The water lapped and sucked at the supports of a bridge, making the wet sounds I had been hearing. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond the bridge lurked the shattered remains of a pre-war town. The bridge was a maze of barricades. Dark shadows of ponies moved about it. Briefly, I may have made the mistake for, of hoping for rescue, but my eyes were drawn to the spiked poles that lined the bridge and the still rotting heads of decapitated ponies that adorned two of them. Ew. I tasted bile. The sight was horrific. Cager, stay... That's his name. Cager. Cager, stay here, Cracker said, finally putting a name to the spear-wielding slaver <laughs> pony. Sod off. Let's go hear what the toll is this time. Monterey Jack lowered his head and looked baefully towards the bridge. I moved closer to him, following his example, and hoping I had positioned myself so Cager Sorry, couldn't... Sorry, I just thought of how Monterey Jack is cheese, and he's following around a guy named Cracker, and they've made no talk about that yet. Cheese and crackers. Cheese and crackers, <laughs> and sawed off and Cager, and whatever this pony's name is. No one knows. I, I could probably find it, it's just I'll not important. I'll find it while you're in. Excellent. Continue. And hoping I had positioned myself so Cager couldn't see the faint glow of my horn as I slipped my screwdriver and a bobby pin from my stable utility barding. Like all of the slaver's equipment, the manacles on my legs were crude and of low quality. As Cracker and, so- and Sadov argued with the bridge ponies, I focused on picking the first lock. I was rewarded with a soft click as it sprung open, releasing my pit-buck foreleg. The manacle fell to the ground with a little thump. Huh! Cager's ears had shot up, and now he moved around to see me. Swiftly, I cut the magic dropping the screwdriver and the bobby pin into the dirt, and I hoped that in the darkness the slaver couldn't see the change in my chains. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! <laughs> Cagey growled dangerously. The sharp edge of the shovel hovered inches from my eyes. Blam! Cagey turned abruptly, the spear shovel slashing close enough to my face that I shrieked. The gunshot was from the bridge. It didn't sound like shot- sawed-off shotgun, but the second shot did. It took Cagey a breath to recognize that crossing the bridge had become a bloody affair. Oh, God. Glowering back at us, his posture threatening, he started to say something. <laughs> I su- suspect he was warning He just us- never gets to talk. Nope. Aw, Cagey. Cagey. Uh, I suspect he was warning us to stay put, but I'll never know. His head exploded. Oh, my God. Showering me with gore. <laughs> I, st- <laughs> I stood there, eyes wide, shaking with shock. Blood, warm and sticky, ran down my forehead and into my left eye, oozed into my coat and mane. Ew. In the growing list of things I had not seen before this night, the death of another pony ranked at the top. I blinked, feeling the blood on my eyelid. Keiji was dead. I had Keiji all over me. Nasty. Apparently her name is, uh, yes, kind of ambiguous, but people are calling her Little Pip. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, maybe that sounds... Sure. The urge to throw myself into the river was overwhelming, but I couldn't but I couldn't get to it like this. Pushed by something more than determination now, my horn once again glowed, and I began to unlock the rest of my manacles. I spared a glance yeah. toward the bridge. 
That's what you would do. Right? <laughs> See, seeing Sada of Hunger What's wrong with Monterey Jack? <laughs> Monterey Jack, I don't know, doesn't, is dumb. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't have enough magic. I don't know. Seeing Sadov hunkered down beside one of the barricades as he magically pulled a shotgun open, stuffing in more ammo. Two shots, I realized. One at the sprite, at the sprite bot. One just now. Two shots. Then, then reload. Closing the weapon, he levitated above the barricade and shot blindly into the violent Null Yu, spraying an already wounded radar pony with scatter shot. The pony staggered and fell. Oh my god. Unfortunately for Sadov, the raider behind him had a different kind of shotgun. One that was faster and not limited to two shots, but fired slugs which tore great holes in the unicorn slaver's body the moment he looked up to see the results of his effort. I turned away, cringing from the nightmare playing out before me. I was focused on the locks. I had freed myself and was beginning to free Monterey when two raider ponies trotted off the bridge toward us, stepping over the battle-mutilated corpses of Cracker, Sadoff, and the raiders they had taken down with them. One of those approaching was the unicorn raider wielding the devastating combat shotgun. The other, an earth pony with a sledgehammer in its teeth. Oh my god. The unicorn was laughing. Can no. you imagine a horse holding a sledgehammer and trying to use it? Now you understand what does it was he like. transfer it to his hand or does he just like flail his head? With his head. <sighs> because this is they... how an earth pony would wield a sledgehammer. I'm pretty sure the ponies can hold things with their hooves. Like, I can't think of an instance when this has happened, but, they like, hold- why not just say he, like, clasped it between his hooves and swung it? And I think I can distinctly remember my little ponies holding, like, they sometimes hold a basket with their teeth, but they sometimes hold it on their elbow. But, <sighs> yes, it's that it's hard to find a clip that is, like, Pinkie Pie doing something... With her hooves. Yes. How do you how do you like track down to be like what is the limitation yeah, she, like, of an earthquake? She pushes earth a lot. I feel like she pushes a lot of things. And, yes. Like... The unicorn was laughing. Not the mean laugh of Cracker, but a crazed laugh that sent chills down the back of my neck. Oh no. Look like we got ourselves some prizes. The earth pony chortled behind the sledgehammer as the unicorn looked at us appraisingly. The two were somehow even filthier than the slavers. The unicorn bore jagged scars across her face and flanks, one of them tearing through her cutie mark. Several fleh. Several fle- freshly bleeding. That was so hard to say. Freshly bleeding. Freshly bleeding. The earth, the earth pony was hairless Ew. and painfully burned over. Ew. Isn't this so different than My Little Pony? <laughs> the earth pony. This is why I, I do was get like, why these two were brought together though, because it's like the sweetness of My Little Pony mixed with the like yeah, right? dark, you know, grunginess of Fallout. Right. The earth pony was hairless and painfully burned over much of her left side. Both wore barding that looked ragged and cobbled together. Help us, I suggested weakly. <laughs> oh, I'll help myself to you, all right. The unicorn uh-huh. reared up and gave her a kick, her hoof striking hard into my into my side. Pain exploded and I dropped, gasping. Rearing up again, she brought her full weight down into me. I howled. Near me, Monterey let out a wet grunt of pain as the earth pony gave him a taste of her sledgehammer. Ow. Leaving me crying in a huddle, the unicorn also turned her attention to the still-chained Monterey. Sorry, I looked up a picture of a hairless horse, because that image just really, like, Ah! got me. And it does look gross. (laughs) (laughs) Very, like, hairless mole. Like, imagine that with, like, scars and blood. Yikes. Gross. Okay, All out. Crunch. In moments, (laughs) it became clear they intended to beat and bludgeon him until he was another lifeless corpse. And probably not stop then. Hold his leg out. I'm going to shoot his hooves off. The unicorn raider floated the combat shotgun a foot from... They're just mean. I guess. <laughs> They're just... 
The opposite <laughs> of friendship is magic. That's the, that's like someone saying, I'm going to shoot your fingernails off, though. Like, that yep. seems excessive. Or, like, your whole foot. Yeah, I'm going to shoot your whole sense. foot. <laughs> the Unicorn Raider floated the combat shotgun a foot from Monterey's splayed left hind leg, the only one I had freed from its manacle. Ignoring the pain, I leapt up, closing the distance and spinning as, fat, uh, spinning as I gave a fierce back kick. My hooves connected with the shotgun, sending it flying. It clattered onto the bridge beyond. A moment later, I was levitating the shovel spear at the two raider ponies who stood facing me with gleeful expressions. Hmm. Two against one, and both of them were experienced fighters. And she doesn't know what violence is. The- Are they both earth ponies? One is a unicorn. One okay, one- so, yes, unfair. Unfair match. So it's like unicorn versus unicorn and earth pony. Mm-hmm. The one with the sledgehammer, the earth pony, mm-hmm. stepped closer as if eager to see if the hammer beat knife. Monterey was on her in an instant, throwing his forelegs over her head, pulling the chain be- between them across her neck. Mm. The sledgehammer fell from her mouth as the raider pony choked. Oh, yeah. The unicorn turned, surprised by the sudden change in odds. I could have attacked her then, but threatening a pony is, is much different than actually attacking one. I wasn't sure I had it in me to slash at another pony to draw her blood, to maim, or possibly kill. <laughs> Friendship is magic. <laughs> The unicorn kicked up the fallen sledgehammer and turned to face me with it, murder in her eyes. And suddenly I found it easy to thrust the shovel spear forward. Oh, God. I was no longer struggling with following through on a threat. It was survival. Self-preservation is instinctual. Mm -hmm. It clears away the moral hesitations. Mm -hmm. And while I did not have the fighting skills of my opponent, I did have an advantage all my own. S-A-T-S. Don't know what that is. Mm. Do you know what that is? I do not know what that is. (laughs) S-A... ATS. It's got to be something from the bunker. You know what? It's not important. It's probably a video go- video game thing. Let's, let's assume it'll come up later. Someone is screaming in the other end of this line. <laughs> Aided by the targeting spell of my pit buck, I sent the spear slashing across her knees, hobbling her. A second slash, this time across her face, Ew. relieved of her weapon. The third would be a killing blow. Except mm. I wasn't ready to do that. Not yet. Instead, I swung the spear around, cracking her across the head with its handle, hard enough to splinter the wood. The unicorn raider fell at my feet, unconscious. I looked up. Monterey was standing, chest heaving, over the body of the earth pony raider. The life choked out of her. He was staring at me quietly, then finally raising a forehoof, only for the chain to clank tight before he had it more than a few inches off the ground. Oh! Dropping the shovel spear, I turned on the light of my pit buck and searching about for my screwdriver. I'd lost the bobby pin. There was no chance of finding in the dirt at night. But I had more. Once we were both free, Monterey limped slowly over to the bridge. A moment later, he returned, his horn glowing a gentle beige. Because he's beige. Mm -hmm. Sawed-off shotgun followed him. Before I could react, he aimed it at the head of the unconscious pony raider and fired. Her blood began to seep across the ground. Monterey Jack gives no fucks. Right? He's a hardened pony man. Right? Her blood began to seep across the ground towards my hooves. I watched in stunned silence as he turned and began prodding at the bodies, tugging items from them. So that's what you do in video games. I mean, yeah, you do loot everything. Finally, I found my voice. What are you doing? He looked at me as if I was stupid, checking to see if they have anything valuable on them. With luck, food. I nodded, watching him move to the bodies at the end of the bridge. Looting the bodies of the dead felt wrong, but a cold, rational part of me murmured that it was a qualm I would have to get over in order to survive. Ah, stable tech arcane targeting. Oh. Spell. <laughs> sure. Oh, okay. So it assists your magic in combat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, you're right about the pit box. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was like... We got there. This is the most Googling I've had to do, like, in real time. 
No, right? I was this like is reading so this. Complicated. I was like reading this. And I was well, like, is Pit Buck related to Fallout, or is it Pony? Because Buck sounds like a pony sort of thing. Right. And Pip is a very cute name. Yes. Right. No. And then the internet was like, no, it's just a Fallout Equestria thing. And I was like, fuck it. That. I wonder if it's like a cutified version of something that is because like it's, Pip and yeah. Buck are both both. And it's probably a cu- it's probably names. a cutified version of whatever the Fallout guy has. Exactly. Yeah. So. Anyway. This is a whole world, man. Good on you. I can't write fantasy for the fucking life of me. I hate it. Right? <laughs> this is a type this of world. This is impressive in a way that I never want to be. Right? This is <laughs> this is world building to an extreme. I have not, not even ever been, tried. I've never tried. I've never been able to scratch the surface nope. of. This is just How like. dedication. Man. Looting the bodies of the dead felt wrong, but a cold, rational part of me murmured that it was a qualm I would have to get over in order to survive. And imagine how embarrassed I'd be if I starved to death out here because I'd been too shy to check a dead pony's bag for a pouch of oats or a can of old applesauce. Mm-hmm. I moved a little bit further down the bridge. That's such my little pony food. Mm-hmm. I looked over the body of the dead raider pony, his face bloody and torn from crackers, pony shoes. What? Oh, probably got kicked? Stepped on? I don't know. Whatever. Sure. I started to go through the pockets of his barding, but my stomach rebelled and I flung myself to the railing, heaving my lunch into the foul river below. <laughs> A large brick in the clouds brought a soft and silvery light to everything, and I could see my reflection in the water, still covered with Keiji's drying blood. Gross. Then I saw a sawed-off shotgun hovering in the air behind my head. I'll be taking what you have, too, Monterey Jack informed me with a bored drawl. What? I turned slowly to see him standing on the bridge, bathed in moonlight, his horn glowing a soft beige light. The shotgun floated between us, pointed at me. But, but I saved you! Yeah, and for that, I'm not going to kill you, his eyes narrowed. Unless, of course, you do something stupid right now. But I saved you! Aren't you top of your class, he said snidely. We should work together, travel together. Monterey snorted, and split our limited provisions, go to sleep with one eye open each night, hoping to catch you when you try and stab me in the back? No thanks. My righteous disbelief stopped short of denial. Suddenly, I was so very weary. Nodding, I lowered my head and let my two canteens slip free. I then backed up so he could approach them. I turned my head to start unclasping my saddlebags. I saw it on the bridge just behind my tail. Turning back to Monterey, my horn was glowing, and the combat shotgun whipped into the air. For a long moment, we stood there, two unicorn ponies on a bridge, surrounded by bodies, shotguns floating between us, aimed at each other. <laughs> oh, I'm the sorry. Drama. This just, like, so... So not My Little Pony. <laughs> but it is, like... But it is... Moonlight shone down on us from the break in the clouds. Monterey Jack broke the silence. You're not going to use that. I saw you spare that raider. If you couldn't kill a pony like that, you don't have it in it to kill me. I narrowed my eyes. I'm a quick study. He huffed, but didn't move. Do you even know how to use that thing? I forced a smile across my face. Do you know that you only have one shot left? And judging by that sprite bot, that gun is such a poor repair, I'll survive being shot with it. Will you survive being shot as many times as I can move the trigger while you try to reload? Monterey Jack took a step back, and with that falter, my sn- my smile was no longer forced. And I'll be taking my canteens back. Oh, shit. All right. Ponyville. She a fighter. Right? She getting it. She, she getting, getting it. it. I wondered just how my pip buck knew the names of places before I did. It even named the wreckage of a building that I had slipped into. Ponyville was raider territory. Wait, are there characters from My Little Pony in this? 
Ponyville is obviously Ponyville where is. the show takes place. It is. I haven't read far enough to know if like Twilight Sparkle and Pinkie Pie. Because it could be like the future Ponyville, which would make sense. Yes. But like, it seems odd to make the choice to name a specific place in the show. Right. Or it seemed like Applejack's Orchard is where they oh. were. Oh. When she came out of Stable 2, mm. Stable 2 had previously, was disguised as, in that it probably at one time was an apple seller. Then there's like all these scorched trees and like the house that looks like it's about to cave in on itself hmm. and like uh, all sorts of shenanigans. So it does seem like it's My Little Pony world, like exactly, hmm. but Fallout hmm. and unclear if the other characters will appear or if they have long died out. Wow. Right? I really hope there's a clip note to this. Right. It's like, I do want to know. <laughs> right. I wondered how my pit buck knew the places, the names of places before I did. It even named the wreckage of a building I had just slipped into. Ponyville was raider territory. I just hope this place, this carousel boutique, was not crawling mm. with them. Is that where... That's uh, uh, Rarities. Yep, yes, yep, boutique. Yep, 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 yep. Monterey Jack and I had barely parted ways when the railing of the bridge exploded next to me. A sniper! <laughs> the same pony, I presumed, who had turned Keiju's head into applesauce. I fled into town, keeping to what cover there was. Few of the buildings were intact enough to hide in. This was the closest. Fortunately, I was alone. I waited for nearly an hour, curled up in the shadow near the door, but the sniper pony seemed uninspired to follow me. No. She or he could just wait until I came out. Fatigue washed over me. I had stayed up all the night before, fixing the pit book of a velvet remedy because they were excited um i stayed up all the night before and this night's events were a strain on both body and spirit my muscles were weak and achy my body hurt from the kicks i had taken i felt emotionally played out i needed sleep sleeping here was probably a horrible idea if i woke up at all it could be in the hooves of slavers raiders or possibly worse but going back outside finding someplace better wasn't on the table I was in no shape to test my wits against the sniper pony again. Carousel Boutique was quite similar in condition to the building up at Sweet Apple Acres. Only the looting was more destructive. The walls had been painted with crude images of violence and cruder swear words. A pile of torn-up clothes rotted in a corner, smelling foul, like ponies had urinated on it repeatedly. Ew. Rarity would be so sad. Because, like, you do need clothes. Right? Everyone needs some nice, clean clothes right, right. now, it sounds like. There were two beds, one of which was, sta was stained deeply with blood, and probably more vile things. The other was smaller, a foal's bed, nothing but a mattress on a crushed frame. In my state, I felt it would do wonderfully. The Garcelle Boutique offered two more treasures, a locked chest and another terminal, identical to the one at Sweet Apple Acres. What, there's like a terminal where they downloaded like the message that was like a father being, my son ate a poison apple, send mm. help. My son ate a poison. And then there was also a message that was encrypted. Oh. And so they couldn't read it. Okay. But they downloaded it. Some kind it. of like communication device. Yes. But they downloaded it mm. um, because that's what you do in video games. You're just like, this seems important. <laughs> this seems important. I'll take it with me. So that's what little Pip did. This one, too, was still functional. Again, to my surprise, it was locked. Slipping out my access tool, I went to work. These terminals were crafted by some of the same ponies who later made the pip bucks, and the encryptions and locks were similar enough that my tools allowed me to get partway through the security. Mm. What remained was a puzzle, finding the password within strands of code that my access tool laid bare. In my fried mental state, it was probably a small miracle I was able to parse the code and find the password. Or possibly not. The password was Apple. 
<laughs> I laughed aloud, catching my <laughs> I laughed aloud, catching myself when I heard the volume of my own voice in the stillness of the decrepit boutique. <laughs> As I realized that, beyond all realistic chance, this was the computer that the message had been sent to. With an unwarranted feeling of accomplishment, I downloaded it and let my pip buck do the rest. Age had damaged the recording, but there was enough audible for me to recognize the same female voice kind of sweet and with an odd accent that had many hours before revealed to me the code that had let me out of my old life and into this new and horrible one. Mm. Uh, Velvet Remedy had the password to get out of the stable on her pip buck. Mm. And so Little Pip. Is it like Violet or what's his name? Velvet Melody? Yeah, Velvet Remedy Velvet had Remedy. it on their pip buck. Is it her voice? No, it oh. is a different one. Mm. That led me out of my old life into this new and horrible one. Special instructions for stable two. That's my family down there. Until the poison is gone from a pier, that door doesn't open for any pony. The voice faded in and out of static. You know, uh, know you hate this, sweetie Belle, but you're mm. an overmare now. The overmare of the most important stable in all of Equestria. Mm. I need you to do this for me. To keep them safe. Best friends forever, remember? Oh, God. The sound file died with a whimper. I had been right. There, there was really no value in a two-century-old message. That's how long they've been in the stables. Wow. I left the chest for the morning, curled up, and went to sleep. Okay, so Sweetie Belle is a character for My Little Pony. Oh, it is. Yes, okay. but she is like a child in the uh, episodes, mm-hmm. or the child version. So I assume that is when she is grown, and then two centuries after that. Oh, So yep. it is Ponyville, but like many, many years okay. after. And then lastly, there is a footnote. Oh, God. Because at the end of each chapter... Why is it not a hoof note? Because <laughs> they didn't think that far ahead. Come on, guys. So this is a footnote because at the end of each chapter you get like a weird, um, you know, like in video games where it's like you click, like you discover something and it'll be like, uh, you now have increased XP. Okay. So at the end of each chapter, there's one of those. So footnote, level up, new perk, horse sense. You are a swift learner. You gain an additional 10% whenever your experience points are earned. And so there's just like, at the end of each chapter is one of those like fun little, fun little video game things where it's like, where it's just like, you you know, you get that notification. You're like, what the heck is that? And it's just like something dumb that you're like, okay, what I need is more (laughs) life points. And what you've given me is 10% charisma. Wow. Yeah, exactly. They'll be like, you now have charisma. And you're like, okay. I'm sure that's going to come in at some point. Yeah. It's like, you're like, I know that's going to be important like five levels from now, but what? But I thought that was a fun addition. That was very engaging. Right? Like, I, oddly, especially considering I know nothing about Fallout, and I've forgotten a lot about My Little Pony in my right? life since watching it. Right? Hmm. Okay. This is I, why I'm like, I want to read more I, of it. Yeah, like, I'm very curious where it's going, because I obviously don't know the, the plot line of uh, Fallout, but I know there's more than one. Yep. So I would be curious to know if this whole, like, 600,000 words revolves around the plots of the Fallout games, yep. or if it's like... um. Like Handmaid's Tale, where they were like, okay, well, the first season is based on the game, and now we're kind of going in our own direction. Yeah. You know? It's, like, so much more involved than, like, I knew. I guess I'm, like, I'm not surprised, but I read a couple of chapters and then was like, okay, I thought chapter two kind of, like, held enough, kind of, like, the jarring aspects of how it's not My Little Pony Mm -hmm. and left on a fun little, like, cliffhanger. Okay, I do need an assignment. I was th- I was thinking about this. So because Midnight Sun is coming out, 
Um, I want to see if there's like new Twilight fan fiction. So if you go and look at Twilight fan fiction, I want you to sort that not just the new stuff from just like, this the stuff year. that came this year. Mm, okay. I want like that sucks because mine was also a Twilight one for you. <laughs> Well, because mine specifically for you for next next week was going to be because when I went to Barnes and Noble before the quarantine, I saw something which I thought was Midnight Sun, but now in retrospect, it must have not been. Yeah. Where for the ten year anniversary, Stephanie Meyer released uh, yeah the gender, gender bend gender version. swapped version, which like and it just was sucky. I'm sure it's almost exactly the same, but I feel like someone else has written a gender swap of some kind either. They both switch, or one of them switches, so it's a gay male-male, gay female-female. Something's got to be more interesting there. So I'm just going to find you whatever piques my interest as a written written 2020? Yes. Okay. Nothing earlier than uh, January 1st, and actually preferably (laughs) nothing earlier than March. To be fair, we haven't done any Twilight yet, as far as I remember. So we can do do at least a two-Twilight July, if not a full Twilight fine so spoilers for the next two weeks it's gonna be twilight have fun i just oh man uh fucking give us a good rating on itunes five stars five Five stars stars brings you midnight sun (laughs) and if you don't like midnight sun too bad then give us five stars if you don't like midnight sun only five stars because i'm not gonna talk about it I'm exclusively going to talk about it. <laughs> so if you'd like to converse with me, uh, find pairings at find pairings podcast at gmail.com. If you gmail. have com. any strong feelings about Twilight, send them our way at uh, findpairingspodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram. Look at all the drinks that we've been drinking to get us this emotional about stupid things. Uh, that is the end. Uh, I am Grace. I'm Claire. Don't, I don't know, don't read Midnight Sun. It's read it. <laughs> it's going to be bad. It's going to be the worst but also the best goodbye (laughs) bye